Welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Roberts. How are you today? I'm good. I'm once again on the road back down in South Florida. And I gotta tell you, there's nothing like finishing in that and a half hour shift after already finishing a nine and a half hour shift the day before after already finishing a 12 and a half hour shift the day before that when you're looking to another nine and a half hour shift tomorrow and probably the same another nine hour shift on friday she'd been born into wealth hmm. but you know that's the job so i took it it's on me cool all right uh well hopefully everything's going all right um cool so outside of all of those what have you been playing I uh, didn't have a whole lot of time to uh, play any kind of games because, like I said, I've been on the road since Monday. Uh, I did get more into uh, Spider-Man. No spoilers, but I'm at to the point where the event at City Hall happened. I just finished past that. Uh, yes. uh, a little bit more into um, Division 2, but that's more of like a, you know, i got 20 minutes to kill, so I'm going to knock off this one mission again in hard mode than any kind of real deep dive into it, but I'm kind of to that point. Okay. Um, I've been kind of wanting to check out Greedfall. I mean, it's been getting really good reviews that I've yeah. seen. I just don't really have time to add another game to my catalog. <laughs> Me neither. So, But yeah, I've got the game on my uh, list thing. It's actually my current renting list, uh, but they're all on rent apparently at the moment so i mean that's a good time for yeah the game. it's super popular so, right now um yeah because no, sometimes if i don't get sent a game on like a thursday or a friday it depends when games come out because some games come out on tuesdays uh, and then i notice like two days later i'll just check it just to see well that and all the rest of the games and it sometimes says all on rent and sometimes it doesn't uh but yeah must must be a good time for the game if all of them are uh that's not all of the copies themselves that's just the ps4 versions but you know, you got the Xbox ones as well, um, but yeah, I've been hearing a good, good amount of stuff about it, and I'm, I'm interested to play it as well. But it's just uh, all, all in good time. So, um, cool. So yeah, bit mainly Division Two then, and Spider Man for you. All right, we're back after a few technical issues. Yes, this will be edited, but uh, we're gonna be continuing from here. We were talking about Greedfall, uh, but I already kind of mentioned it a few times. But yeah, reviews are looking good for it, and uh, we'll see what. Um, happens with the the game in the future so uh a lot of people said it's kind of um uh dragon quest-esque which i haven't really dived into that uh franchise so i don't really know but, uh, it almost looks a little bit more like kind of dragon age inquisition-ish than the dragon quest but yeah yeah oh yeah dragon age yeah that's what i meant so uh, yeah. by the way we have now switched to discord so if we sound any different uh it's a bit well i shouldn't sound any different because I'm using the local recording thing, but uh, I got Robert over Discord now, so because Skype just continuously kept crashing. Um, yeah, that's all the stuff. Um, yeah, oh yeah, in terms of things I've been playing as well, because uh, we haven't gotten to that yet. Uh, I'll just do it kind of quickly because I already put out a review for one of the games, which is um, Man of Maiden. Uh, I'm going to call it Man of Maiden. That's the the most I've um, heard it get sort of pronounced as well instead of Medan. Um, reviews out there, spoiler free, it's a fairly short game, I'd say between like 5 and 7 hours or something, uh, of course if you get everyone killed or everyone lives, you can go through and do the other ending, or if you get somewhat of a mixture as well, uh, you've got that, there's also two different trophies, one's for, um, having all the males survive, and then one's for having all the females survive, which kind of makes sense, I don't know if they had that trophy in Until Dawn, I don't think that they did, because I remember getting the platinum on, uh, 
until dawn. I don't remember having to do that. So that might be a new thing. But uh, yeah, if you want to know more of my thoughts on uh, Man of Maiden. And also my comparisons to the other games that are similar. Uh, my spoiler free review for uh, Man of Maiden is out. Um, yeah, also been playing... Um, What's it called? Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Been jumping into that a bit more. Did you see the photo I posted of my uh, Avengers team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you think of it? That's a very solid team. Yeah. I've uh, changed it since. I think I started with Black Widow. I've now got Spider-Man, Iron Man, Scarlet Witch, and Captain Marvel. But I'm, I'm changing them as I go through to see uh, if other characters are better and whatnot. And of course, I'm unlocking characters as I go through and stuff like that. So I've just got to the point where you... Uh, let's just say that you, you meet the Defenders. So still pretty early on in the game. Um, nothing like too spoilery with the Defenders has happened. That's just the chapter that I've got up to, uh, speaking with like Jessica Jones and all that. So we're doing the doing the um, what do they call the ninjas in the show? The um, they have a the hand. Name. The hand. That's it. Yeah, uh, you, you're fighting against them basically, and there's some different mechanics, which is kind of cool. So uh, we've been delayed a fair bit, so I'm going to leave some of the other stuff. I have been playing. Um, Oh, what's it called? Uh, Trover Saves the Universe. I did go to do a Let's Play Sundays video for it, but you remember how last time I said there was a load of buzzing in the Call of Duty video? Well, basically what I have to do at the moment is swap headphones around, and I forgot to do that. And then I realized afterwards I'd forgotten to do it, but then the whole video was ruined. So you'll be getting a different episode uh, this Sunday and next Sunday. Um, I, for, the, in, for the third episode coming up, I could, I guess, do... Um, another let's play for that, but um, it, it's good. I'm kind of wondering because it's done by uh, just Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon, who are the creators of Rick and Morty. And you've got basically this purple guy that you play as. I'm wondering why they didn't just put Rick and Morty in the game and have it called Rick and Morty Save the Universe. Have the same plot that you're doing, the same stuff that you're doing, but have you just play as Rick and Morty? I don't know. So who knows? Maybe they'll make some probably a licensing thing. Maybe. Yeah. Um. I mean. Um, maybe they'll pop up later in the game as some sort of fun cameo or something, but at the moment they're not in the game, so we'll see what happens. Um, could you turn your volume down very slightly? There's a lot of different volume controls on Discord. I don't know how many of our listeners have used it before, but there's like your volume control thing, and then there's you control the other person's volume, and they do the same thing, so. How's that? How's that? that? That's a little bit better, so yeah, you were sort of, uh quite loud a minute ago um but uh yeah that's mostly what i've been playing i'm going to be focusing on that uh and marvel ultimate alliance 3 i also did play the uh fifa 20 demo but you'll see more of that on this sunday's episode uh let's play sundays um it's it's all right it's got some interesting new features but man the game's really slow for some reason i don't know if and again i'm running with players like neymar and salah and uh, all, all these players who should be a lot quicker, and they're just not for some reason. So th- there's something a bit off with it. But um, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's what I've been playing as well. So uh, let's move into some housekeeping. By the way, we're going to be doing, uh, if we still have time, obviously because we've been a little bit delayed through technical difficulties. Uh, we plan to do a uh, flash preview podcast and to do a um, podcast about Apple TV and basically streaming services. So you're going to hear the same housekeeping section in each three. So I don't re- repeat myself or whatever. Uh, and make it a little bit simpler. So you're going to hear the same thing three times. If you want to skip it, it's up to you. So uh, let's go into that, and then we'll do that in a minute. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, 
just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Gualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, as I said, my Man of Maiden uh, spoiler-free review is out there. So if you want to check that out, you can do so. Uh, Classic Reviews is almost finished for Season 2. There's two episodes left, one more review episode, and then the week after will be the Season 2 rankings. Um, This week's episode was for Season 2, Episode 9, which is for the US version of The Office, which is Steve Carell and not Ricky Gervais. So uh, we got that. Um, I did a podcast discussing the DCEU and where where is Superman? Nobody really knows. Is Henry Cavill still playing Superman? Nobody really knows. So I discussed uh, DC's upcoming slate and why Superman is nowhere to be seen. There's no news about him. Uh, Nobody really knows. So uh, I discussed the sort of weird situation there. Uh, We've got a whole bunch of shows coming back within the next couple of weeks. Uh, One of them is The Good Place and it will be the final season. And I did a preview podcast for that so you can look out for that as well. That's called The Good Talk Podcast. It's of course on podcast services, iTunes, Spotify... And, of course, on the website, entertainmenttalk.org. So, yeah, the uh, fourth and final season of The Good Place is starting really soon. And the preview podcast is out there. Uh, We are looking for more contributors here on Entertainment Talk. So, if you're interested in writing or podcasting for Entertainment Talk, uh, I won't explain everything here, of course. Go and look for the uh, Looking for More Contributors uh, podcast. uh, And you can email us in and ask us details and all that sort of thing. I'll be happy to email you back. But, yes, if you're interested, basically, in writing about entertainment or podcasting about entertainment uh please feel free to write in and we'll see if uh we can get some more people doing some stuff uh already in touch with a few people and we'll see what comes from that so um yeah look out for that as well uh batwoman is going to be arriving soon on the cw but it doesn't yet have a uk home and i don't as a result yet want to do a preview podcast but i did do a podcast update discussing that very situation uh, essentially it hasn't got a uk home yet um and i discussed the situation there so yeah hopefully something gets picked up because it's going to be in less than a month um and we'll see what happens with that but that's for the batwoman the, the other shows are still fine uh, they're all going to be coming back soon as well um and of course like i said after this we're going to be doing our flash season preview season six preview podcast so look out for that uh let's play sundays for spider-man on ps4 again the same as last week just more side quests in the new game plus um i went and saw it chapter two last week a very 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 long film uh two hours and 50 minutes for the second chapter of it part two or chapter two it part two um 
So I did a review of that, spoiler free and spoilers, so you can listen to that as well if you want to. Speaking of the CW superhero DC shows, I did a preview podcast for Black Lightning for Season 3. Last week on Game Aid Talk we talked about, we talked and watched the Nintendo Direct and everything that was shown there. And we talked about a bunch of CD Projekt Red stuff, so Cyberpunk, The Witcher and some other stuff related to that. And that is what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Let's move in to some news. Are you still there Robert? Yes, I am. Cool. Discord doesn't crash. We'll see you in a minute for some news. Alright, uh, well, seeing as you are, are still here and Discord hasn't crashed, what would you like to talk about today? Well, first up, what we have is that Apple Arcade is going to be starting in about a week or so plus. Oh Apple had their uh, annual uh, look at our new phone, just forget our old stuff uh, event this week. Uh, you know, new iPhones, new this, new that. Uh, beginning September 19th, Apple Arcade will be available in more than 150 account. Oh, you cut out for bit there i think your wi-fi might be a little off where you are in our wild hearts in shinshikai into the depths yeah when you pull arcade tab at the bottom of the screen uh, they plan on adding new games every month the games will be compatible with the iphone imac uh, ipad and apple tv but they are designed the mobile games Good, you know, five minute, ten minute time waster while you're waiting on the bus or waiting on your ride or, you know, going to the bathroom. But I can't take it as a platform seriously just because you're so limited in the controls. And every time they've tried to port a game that has controls onto the phone, it just never really works. So, I mean, if people buy it, you know, more power to them. Um, I've done several tech support crawls when I used to do tech support for Apple of people that just treat their phones as like a babysitting service and then their kid racks up like 900 bucks in the in-game charges. Jesus. So hopefully this will dial this back. Oh yeah, I'm not even remotely kidding. Yeah, I mean, I've heard you talk about that before, but like, that's, that's crazy. So, um, yeah, it's not something I'm really going to be interested in myself if this is just going to be like iOS games that are going to be on your TV. I don't play iOS games really to begin with, so I don't really need the second part to that. Um, we're, of course, going to be later talking about Apple TV and stuff. Um, obviously, they did all this in their uh, Apple events thing, talked about the new iPhone and stuff. Um, but, yeah, in terms of Apple and gaming... Unless they're developing like new IP for consoles and stuff like that, I really don't see myself uh, investing on this in this sort of too much. So, um, how about you? Yeah, I don't see myself playing this a whole lot. Mostly just because you know I'm on my phone as it is. But it's just one of those things that I really, really doubt they're going to bring a game to the platform that's going to make me want to. Play. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Did, yeah. did that come through or not? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll see what games are and, you know, I'll probably just ignore it like I ignore most of everything else on the App Store. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want free games, there's games on there, but if they're any good or not is another question. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, <laughs> what do you think is going to be more successful, Stadia or this? 
this definitely yeah because there's already how many hundreds of millions of apple devices around the world yeah and this is launching in 150 countries and it's not asking a terabyte of bandwidth every 65 hours mm-hmm. yeah by the way i'm i'm comparing those because these are two new things that are, are coming out this whole apple gaming um thing that they're doing and stadia is a new thing from a new company kind of approaching gaming so that's i wasn't trying to like you know hop on google stadia again it's just simply a comparison because they're both trying out new things basically or trying to to launch new things and i was just simply asking robert which uh, one he thinks will be most su- successful uh, i agree as well um it, it's interesting because i was listening to uh obviously i listened to uh, sacred symbols the the colin moriarty and chris Reagan. Uh, PlayStation podcast, and they both kind of has, have said a few times uh, a, a thing which I echo as well, which is why doesn't Stadia? Why won't Stadia simply allow you to? Because the whole, you know, log in, log in on your phone, play a bit of a game, and then come off it, and then log in on a different device, and then play a game. That's a great idea, but if you are, if you offered the download option, and you could do that across different devices, um, that would be pretty great. So I don't know why they're maybe not offering that, but uh, we'll see what happens with both of these. Um, what uh, else did you want to talk about today? Well, this is the uh, 20th anniversary of the Sega Dreamcast. Uh, mm-hmm. It launched initially in November, and I'm sorry, it's September 9th in uh, North America 20 years ago. A great console, uh, very ahead of its time. It was uh, one of the first consoles that had uh, a built-in uh, network connection. I mean, granted, it was uh, basically a dial-up modem, but not mm-hmm. really to that effect. Um, but it did allow for some network connectivity. Um, had that weird little goofy memory unit that also had like a little screen so you could kind of play a little bit on it. Uh, but still had some great games. Uh, Shinmu is obviously the titular titer, title. Uh, Power Stone. I don't know why Power Stone has not made a comeback yet because that game was just, just tons of fun. And especially in the day where there's no real like Super Smash Brothers or anything like that, Power Stone could make a serious uh, comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet Set Radio was a very enigmatic, you know, very, very fun, very kind of catchy, uh, uh, speed through everything game. But still, the art style alone was beyond uh, reproach. So there was a ton of good games on there. Um, and it's a shame that the console never lasted past its initial thing. It just got crushed by the PlayStation. Did yeah. you ever get a chance to play any uh, games off of uh, the Dreamcast? I don't remember ever playing stuff off the green off off of the uh, Dreamcast. Um, I'm not really got. I've like got very bare minimum sort of history with the the console. I did end up going the other way, of course. The PlayStation was one of the first uh, consoles I did play on. Hence the whole Crash Bandicoot history. Uh, you know, I guess you know, if you if you grew up with Sega and stuff, you probably ended up more on the Sonic side of things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I understand nostalgia as well when PlayStation has its birthday or whatever, or not its birthday, it's, it's, uh, anniversary per se. Uh, you know, there's some, more, there's more nostalgia to be held there for me because I'm, that's just more of the console that I grew up with. But, um, yeah, it's still pretty cool when you get these things that happen, uh, and they happen kind of more often than what you'd think. So, that's pretty cool. Apparently it's the, uh, PlayStation 2's 21st anniversary next year. Um, mm-hmm. So that might be pretty cool as well. But uh, yeah, in terms of the Dreamcast, I've got very, very little history with it. But uh, I can appreciate nostalgia. So um, how about you? Oh, it was a huge console in my life. I mean, I remember playing all those games. And there was some great games on that. That's where I got into the Tony 
Hawk franchise until it went completely off the rails. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that's where I first got into the uh, Soul Calibur fighting series. It was a, it had one of the like the rare fighting games to where it had things to do besides perfect, but like scenarios to where. But then you were sinking quicksand and jump just to be on the level playing ground. But then it had you're fighting, but you were slowly getting poisoned, so you couldn't just hang back. You had to get super aggressive with the combat. And then it showed off the tech of the uh, the dream. It would just do like full motion videos of some of the characters going through like fighting forms and. It Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, cool. It, it's it's kind of cutting out every now and again, um, but uh, right, I'll just write down the time code. Um, cool. All right. So, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, speaking of Shinmu Three, uh, Shinmu rather, Shinmu Three uh, backers are going to get screwed out of the Steam code because the uh, YSnet signed a timed exclusive deal with the Epic Game Store, uh, delaying the Steam version for a full year is providing uh, some of the backers with uh, refunds, but there's very limited scale and very limited time to it. Um, anyone uh, wanting to make changes was only going to have uh, two weeks to make them, and this started uh, three days ago. So you're already three days down of a two-week uh, time frame. Hmm. Um, and even if you request a refund, there's a chance that you won't be able to get it. Uh, become a, because some of the in-game back rewards have already been implemented and uh, sent out. Uh, they won't be able to refund anyone who has received that. And also, this process can take up to three months from the time at the request. So, uh, you uh, sent out. If you're a backer, you probably already got the email. And it'll give you... Uh, hopefully, Epic will stop doing this and stop making people People, you know, that were proud as part of a Kickstarter, uh, just saying, nope, you don't get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame when these things happen. Um, so this is for Shen- Shenmue 3, you said? Um, yeah, Shenmue 3. Cool. Is that game not out yet? No, it was like three years ago when they first announced the Kickstarter. Okay. And the only thing that's really happened is nothing. It's supposed to be coming out. I think sometime in the next six months, but I couldn't give you a specific time frame past I, that. I, I just feel like I've heard about that game for like the last five years or something. It's it's it's. I keep hearing different things about it, um, and every time you do bring it up on the show for uh, whatever particular reasons, um, I just keep getting surprised and I, I keep hearing about it. <laughs> um, I, I didn't. I know that the uh, one and two collection thing came out because I remember people saying that they they played that. I'm pretty sure. Um, but in terms of Shenmue 3, I, I thought that game was, was already out, because I just kept hearing about it. It's almost like with Kingdom Hearts, when they waited, what, like, 15 years or something? About uh, that. How, like, you know, this game just not coming out. <laughs> and, uh, you, you get that every now and then, you've got, what, like, Final Fantasy 15, you've got Kingdom Hearts 3, you've got Last Guardian, you've got, um... Yeah, Shenmue Duke Nukem. 3. Yeah, Duke Nukem, Shenmue 3, these games that just... Every couple of months, you keep hearing news about them, and they're just not out. So it's 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 crazy. So 
Now, if you've never played anything in the Shenmue franchise, and you're on Xbox and you're a Game Pass or Ultimate Game Pass member, 1 and 2 are part of the Game Pass, so you can download and play the first two games. But the third game is going to be exclusive to the PlayStation fran- uh, platform and PC Epic Game Store platform. It's not coming to Xbox. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, it's it's different when you have, like, was it Cyberpunk got announced, and then for, what, like, three or four years, it just went quiet? That's different mm-hmm. to, like, okay, you're hearing about the game every three months, so... Um, yeah, these things just keep happening with games. Some games keep getting delayed and delayed and delayed. Uh, or, or not necessarily even just delayed, with these games where, like, you're not hearing necessarily about release dates, uh, and then you just keep hearing news about them, so... Um, see, see, that's the thing when you when you set out like, hey, our game is coming out Q4 2019, and then Q1 2020, and then Q4 2020, and then you you're just pushing it every um uh every couple of months or whatever. So yeah, we'll see when the game eventually does come out. You said within the next six months. So they haven't set a specific date yet. I didn't. I'm in a specific. But if they're giving you a two week refund. And it's mm-hmm. September. You got to figure out that it's coming kind of close. Yeah. Uh, cool. We shall see. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, there's a big update that uh, should be out on some level now for Rockstar's uh, Red Dead Online. Uh, it's uh, basically giving you more of a way of defining your role in the Old West landscape. Uh, the first of the three roles have already been added. Uh, the Bounty Hunter, Trader, and Collector. Uh, so you can try those out. Uh, but basically, as a general overview, uh, you can ask for each role to learn profession. And as you rank up in the profession, you get skills, gain unique items. And beyond that, they're doing more with the game itself as an update. And then if you're, you've got the game, you've got from now till November 18th to get into the uh Limited time. Uh, this promotion that lets players automatically unlock certain rewards as the game let out uh, XP. And the out- Outlaw Pass is also out at the cost of 35 gold bars, which is the in-game currency, uh, giving you access to a broader range of rewards, clothing, campsite, uh, attachments, bonus cash, and things like that. I keep wanting to play Red Dead Online. I mean, Red Dead in the game, I could never really get into the game. And it falls into the same case. I just don't know why it never clicks. It just never does. Uh, but the biggest problem that I have with Red Dead Online is that it makes the same assumption that Rockstar makes with GTA Online, is that you're not a solo player. You have five or six or seven or however many friends that will instantly drop everything that they're doing and come match up with you, or you just instantly want to match up with every single rando that gets paired into whatever else you're trying to do for whatever mission. Uh, but that never really works for me because I always drop instantly if anybody is ever on at least with division two which is why i keep going back to it uh you know matching up is an option not a requirement Mm. yeah i i remember when um i started some red dead online stuff this was when like you know i was trying to kind of uh pick the game clean for for um quests and stuff to do because i was enjoying the game so much i'd finished the story and I'd, i'd done a whole bunch of side quests and everything and I thought, okay, I'll try Red Dead Online to see what it's like. Uh, and then you do, like, the intro missions and stuff like that. And you can do some of that stuff um, single player. And then it was like, hey, you need to do this mission for so-and-so. And then it was, like, starting matchmaking. I was like, I don't want to, like, necessarily do this. So 
because um, you understand with like I mean even in like Call of Duty or something when you want to start and you just even if you go into team deathmatch you can still basically play on your own you don't have to necessarily connect with the team in, in kind of the same way um, I would just like a Red Dead where like um, it's got kind of a, a continuous world sort of thing but I can like pause the game I can um, I don't know just just do like other stuff in there but not have to be necessarily connected to the online world and stuff like that so and then obviously yeah i mean there's need, uh, ps plus as well and stuff so yeah. yeah i mean there's small stuff that you can do in game that doesn't require a team like you can go randomly around trying to kill uh animals for pelts uh there's like some in-game games that you can play mm-hmm. uh, like poker and things like that that you can kind of do that don't require some like the real meat and potatoes of the game itself is locked behind that multiplayer wall and i'm I mean, I don't mind doing the multiplayer stuff. I just don't have as much uh, time to dedicate to, you know, the time that you would have to commit to that. And a lot of my friends are like me. They just kind of play things randomly. Yeah. I mean, they might be on this game for a little bit, and they might be on that game for a little bit. And I do the exact same thing. I'm bouncing between three or four games right now. Yeah. And who knows, you know, when I'm going to have time to sit stuff. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with Red Dead Online. It seems like there was a period of a couple of months where uh, you know, no one was really playing the game and nothing was really happening. And then they put the, the Sadie Adler story stuff in and people seem to be good with that or whatever. Um, I haven't really jumped in. I haven't well, even with the it. Sadie Adler stuff, I mean, you started off as a very solo thing. And yeah. then uh, eventually you just get right back into, well, you got to do this mi- match. You got to do this mission. Let's start up matchmaking. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with uh, Red Dead Online in the future, and with GTA, and with Rockstar in general. So, uh, we'll see what happens. What else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, um, before we start, let me ask you because this is kind of an American thing. Is Kentucky okay. Fried Chicken kind of a well-known brand over in the UK? It is. Yeah, it's it's okay. it's actually kind of referred over here as like chicken for rich people. So, because <laughs> uh, then the meals basically cost more and the chicken slightly better, so it's it's seen as like a um, more expensive chicken restaurant, if you will. So, but okay. I like KFC. So, we had a story in Taco Bell, and you had no idea what that is. So, but since we've clearly you know thrown away the last vestiges of sanity in this world. Uh, KFC is releasing on Steam a game called I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking-good dating simulator. Yes, this is a dating simulator anime style where you try to seduce Colonel Sanders. You assume the role of a young culinary student who apparently has eyes for Colonel Sanders. As you cook up what we presume is mostly chicken recipes, you'll make, quote, life-changing decisions that will affect your chance of friendship and love. Along with Sanders, you confront uh, other characters, including a dog, uh, nine lovable characters, multiple hours of playthrough, a dateable Colonel Sanders, multiple secret endings, multiple secret recipes, cooking battle, dance battle, earn a degree from a fictionary culinary school, uh, and just pure insanity. I mean, like, what in the actual hell is this? Have you seen the video for it? I, I haven't. I mean, we had a little bit of a pre-talk uh, about this, and I've only seen the, the picture of him, and it's got, like, a 
a menu or something like that. So I don't know. This is just no. one of the kind of weird games that just kind of comes out of nowhere, and no one, no one asks for it. Uh, no one really wants it. I don't know if anyone will play it. I certainly won't play it. Oh, people will play the hell out of this just for the novelty alone. Mm-hmm. Think like uh, something between Cooking Mama and uh, Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, it's not even doesn't even look close to Sailor Moon. But I honestly, I watch a few anime and I recognize this as an anime, but I couldn't give you a specific one. Although I'm sure people that are more into the animes that I am uh, will be able to say, "Oh, this looks like this," or "This looks like this." All I can say is. What? I... What? I just... What? (laughs) Out of all the games to come out this year, that is like so far down of a never would have expected it kind of a list. And I can't even hate on it because in terms of the visual, it doesn't look that bad. I mean, it's an anime, so... You know, if you like anime, and I'm a big fan of most art styles, it doesn't look bad, and somebody will have it on stream whenever this actually goes live. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just still trying to wrap my brain around it. Yeah. I mean, um, what's next? Is there going to be a Death by Daylight add-on to where you get to play as Ronald McDonald killing people? <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I mean, this comes out before Shenmue 3. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it does have that on it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. So you said this is only on Steam. Yeah, it's only on Steam for now. Oh, I what a really surprise. don't. Yeah, I don't see that porting over to you know no. console. You never know. It might bounce to Switch for all we know. So maybe. Um. Is there a price on this, or is it free, or what? Uh. Let me see. I don't know if they have price listed yet because it was only a steam listing okay i'm pulling up the steam store right now okay uh even though i'm on the road i still have the uh, steam uh, ipad app so okay fc search that's not it uh okay fc what are you doing search kfc Oh, oh boy. What? What is it? It's free. Oh, it's free. Okay. I kind of... Yeah. Yeah. You can't click on the... Uh... And it's got a date, too. What's the, what's the September date? September 20th. It comes out in two weeks. Hmm. Okay. Well... Yeah. If you want that and it's free, hey, you're not spending money unless it's in-game yeah, app stuff the money. or whatever. But Again, uh... I, I got to go back to my original assessment of what... <laughs> Yeah, so. Alright, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to make of it in terms of a game. Uh, we'll see what it's like, I guess, but I mean, I'm not going to be playing it, so. Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be some people who will, like, do drunk streams on it or something. Uh, heck, maybe, maybe even Funhouse will do it. They're the kind of channel that likes to, um, uh, play, like, weird games or whatever. So I'm not putting them down. I like Funhouse. They're, they're a great, um, let's play channel or whatever, but, um, yeah, you you can you can see some pro- people probably going on Twitch and Mixer and whatever and doing some drunk streams or whatever. So, um, all right, I think we should uh, move on from that. What else do you want to talk about today? 
that's all I had for in terms of game news because we got Tokyo Game Show coming up uh, mm-hmm. in a couple of days. So yeah. there's a lot gonna there'll there'll be a lot that we'll have to talk about next week on that. So cool. Yes, and uh, Mr. Kojima is going to be there. We'll talk about that in a minute. But first Did of you all... uh, see that photo that he put on his Twitter account? It was him and Keanu Reeves hanging out. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, cool. So other news that we got for you today that doesn't involve KFC is uh, Control, uh, a game I recently finished and played. Of course, spoiler-free review is on the website, uh, entertainmenttalk.org, is getting some DLC, and we have a content roadmap. And don't worry, it's nothing like the crazy Anthem one that got released, which I can't remember how that one looks or whatever, but uh, that one's out there. This is a content roadmap between 2019 and 2020. Uh, a photo mode is going to be arriving in fall of 2019. It doesn't give a specific date, just fall. Uh, so that's going to be coming out. Uh, I don't t- typically use photo mode stuff, but I know a lot of people like to get creative with stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Uh, a new game mode called Expeditions is going to be launching in December of 2019. Uh, no, there's no specific information on these necessarily, uh, just pictures and stuff. And it looks like you're doing perhaps an underwater section, if it is underwater. There might be some weird elemental stuff going on there, because that's the kind of game it is. Uh, so Expeditions is going to be coming out in December 2019. Uh, Expansion 1, so that that was called New Game Mode, which is Expeditions. Uh, Expansion 1 is going to be called The Foundation, which looks like a place I remember going to in the game, so it might take place some more stuff uh, there. Uh, that's going to be in early 2020, and then Expansion 2 is called AWE. Uh, which is going to be arriving, it says mid-2020, so potentially June, July, who knows. That's called Expansion 2. Uh, a lot of people made the connection that um, because uh, Remedy Games did Alan Wake, and this uh, third, fourth thing in this list, the, the second expansion, is called AWE, that there could potentially be an Alan Wake crossover. I think they have the rights to the IP, I'm not 100% sure if they're with Microsoft, but they did uh, develop the game, uh, Remedy Games did the first and the second Alan Wake or American Nightmare, whatever it was called. Uh, what do you think of this, Robert? These uh, expansions? Well, I mean, it's always good for a game that has enough of a, a loyalty in the fan base that they continue to come out with the expansions. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the licensing rights, I mean, let's be honest, it doesn't even really matter if Microsoft has exclusive rights. They can just ask to use them and Microsoft can say, okay, I mean... yeah. We, when we did the live stream uh, reaction to the uh, Nintendo press conference and Banjo-Kazooie uh, is on Smash coming up, mm-hmm. those rights are held by Microsoft. Right now, by the way, if you uh, yeah. go, go and check them out. Yeah, those rights are held by Microsoft because Microsoft bought Rare a while ago and Microsoft is like, yeah, sure, go ahead, put it in yeah. your game, go for it. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I would be kind of interested if they did cross crossover with Alan Wake. That's not something I need to happen per se. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised this game is getting DLC. Um, the story ended in a kind of, I'll just say strange way, but the whole game was kind of strange. So that's not really spoiling much or saying too much. Um, it's kind of in the same road. You remember, um, I think it was two podcasts ago when we talked about the Metro DLC and I was like, oh, I thought the story was done. I thought it was finished. And not only did we have a DLC announcement, they have a new game in development as well. Uh, I'm kind of on the same road as this as where, like, I thought kind of the story didn't have anything else left to say necessarily. Um, and if if we were to get another control, it could maybe have been with, like, a new character or, or whatever. So I thought it was a little bit more along the lines of, like, a Quantum Break where that was kind of a one and done in a way. 
Uh, but there seems to be it's going to be getting some expansions, some sto- some story stuff, and we'll just have to wait and see what these are like. Again, the, so it's going to be between fall 2019 and uh, mid 2020. So we'll see what those are like, and uh, I do plan on getting them. Um, and checking them out and stuff. Not the photo mode because I just simply have no interest. Nothing against photo modes. It's not, just not something I particularly use in a game. So I guess the first thing I'll see is the expeditions. Uh, and we'll see what that's like. So that's all we have to go off for now. Um, but Remedy Games is obviously going to be continuing to develop stuff for that game as well. Uh, so we spoke a minute ago about Hideo Kojima. Let me find the tweets from him. Um, so this is from Hideo Kojima himself on Twitter you can go and follow him he's a nice guy all that good stuff Uh, he says here's the details of uh, Death Stranding stage show at TGS which is Tokyo Game Show I believe Mm -hmm. is what that's called yeah Uh, Yeah. so 9-12 which is the 12th of September or September 12th as you Americans like to swap numbers around uh, we'll show you Death Stranding basics I'm reading exactly what he's put so uh, we'll show you Death Stranding Basics 50 minutes. Think of how long 50 minutes is. That's like an episode of TV, roughly, unless you're watching That's Game of Thrones. The, the first full uh, game demo for Cyberpunk was about 50 minutes. Yeah, so so it's about the average length of a TV episode, depending on what you're watching, but not quite so long as like a Game of Thrones episode. So 50 minutes long gameplay footage. Uh, it's, a, it's a Strand game in... in um, uh, whatever, it's a Strand game I, I'm guessing he's trying to say for definite this is for Death Stranding and then on the 14th, again of September uh, we'll show you 13 minutes long actual gameplay from uh, the specific location played by Yoshik I guess and that's someone from the team or something and then on the 15th will be it says a fun day with Japanese voice actors see you then, it's got a thumbs up and a rainbow emoji so that's uh, what he tweeted out so 50 minutes of Death Stranding gameplay. That's a lot of minutes. Um, it, it's, it's, it's interesting though. Because a lot of people said. Hey you know we've seen a whole bunch of trailers. We want to see what the game's like. And a couple of weeks ago we did see a bit more at Gamescom. We saw uh, very little. But we did see a bit more. And it was kind of new stuff. Again we saw the whole um, Jeff Keighley uh, hologram thing that was going on. Um, but yeah if it's like an uncut sort of 15 minutes. Uh, 50 minutes again think of how long 50 minutes is and then he's going to be showing that for gameplay which will be what's it that'll be tomorrow so thursday so potentially the same day that you're listening to this um yeah we have an email which i'd actually like to tie into this as well before we uh wait to get to that section amy says it, it uh, amy says is kojima really about to show off 50 minutes of gameplay well according to a very verif- a verified account called Hide- hideo kojima uh, and a tweet from him that is what we're going to be seeing uh, I would ask you both of um, what do you want to see, but I'll ask something different. Uh, what do you both want from Death Stranding? Um, so, Robert, this weird, mysterious, very Kojima-esque game, uh, what do you want from Death Stranding? What I want, and since I'm probably not going to play the game unless the reviews come out and just make it just seem like the thing you absolutely have to play... Right. What I want is for everybody that has waited for so long to get this Kojima to this point and have this game is that they truly enjoy this game. Plot, yeah. you know, story, that's, you know, always going to be subjective. Majority right. of people that are playing this game get to the point to where when the game is over and the game is in, it's just like, I'm glad this game exists. I really enjoyed playing this game. 
and really that's all I want because I like I said I'm probably not going to play the game unless the they just finally describe what the game's about and what the world's about, mm-hmm. and I'm like that's interesting I should check that out. Um, yeah, I mean for me I want basically him to have had you know the the freedom of creativity that clearly Konami probably weren't offering him in in the end of his time there. Uh, Sony seems to be, you know, nice enough for him to, to be working with. It it seems like they've kind of said to him, okay, we trust you to make this. Go and make what you want to make, which I think is the best is the best way to go to be basically say to a creator like, hey, we know you're already talented. We don't need to tell you what to work on. We assume you already have ideas, which it seems like he clearly did uh, with Death Stranding. I mean, it it seems you know Kojima's got a lot of ideas. I, I I'm guessing. Um, but it kind of seems like Sony's hired him and gone, okay, we know that you have ideas of things that you want to make. We're not going to put any creative um, uh, restrictions on you, which again I think is for the best. Uh, and just go out there and make what you want to make. And sure, like we'll keep an eye on you in case you're making something that's like bad or, or, or whatever. Um, but I, I think that's the best way to, especially someone who is so trusted as um, Kojima, to like trust him to make all these games, you know, all the critical acclaim that the Metal Gear series has got and everything else that he's made. Um, I think that's probably the best thing for them to to do. So that's kind of what I want to happen to Death Stranding, what I want from the game. I, I There's nothing specific I can say that's where, okay, I want this thing to be in the game. I want to, you know, sit back and enjoy the experience and say, like, okay, what has Kojima got for a story that he wants to tell me for me to then play and enjoy that experience? Uh, again, basically, basically me and Sony saying to him, you know, what what do you want to show us? Because you've clearly got a story in mind. You've got a very well, very creative mind. Um, and just you know, show me what you've got, and uh, you know, we'll uh, enjoy the experience from there. Do you get what I'm, I'm getting at with that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's basically what I want, and then I'll just trust him to, well, put in the the cool ideas and stuff. Because in terms of me thinking of. You know, I mean, clearly he's got like a different mind, creative mind to me, obviously, and uh, I just want to see, you know, what he's got for me. So, um, I mean, I want the want the game to be good. I want it to make some sort of sense while still having mystery, because that's obviously kind of the idea there. Because uh, Metal Gear was very much like that. It was like, okay, you're playing a snake, you're doing these espionage type missions, but there's some weird stuff going on. So, um, I thought that was pretty good as well. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Apparently, a 50 minute gameplay demo tomorrow. So. We'll see what that's all about. Uh, I don't think he's given a time, but I'm get you know you probably won't miss the announcement of when uh you know 50 minute gameplay demo for Death Stranding comes out. I'm pretty sure you'll see that uh, on social media and YouTube and whatnot. So we'll uh, see what he's got for us. Uh, what else do we have to talk about today? Um, yeah, Last of Us 2, the other big, of course, uh, PlayStation exclusive. Uh, where's the picture that I had? There's an event coming up. It says media event, media event, and it's going to be in Los Angeles, California, for The Last of Us Part Two, uh, and it's going to be on the 24th of September, which I think is in about two weeks, roughly. Uh, no other details than that. And um, Jeff Keighley tweeted it out and said, like, "Hey, we'll see you there," basically. And I think you know Neil Druckmann. Uh, I'm sure he tweeted out and said, "Like, hey, see you there. We've been working hard and, and whatever." Um, yeah, Last of Us Part 2 is still my most anticipated game. Um, you know, I'm still looking forward to, to other games as well, Cyberpunk and Death Stranding and a million other different things. Um, yeah, we have an email that ties into this as well. Uh, from Ben, uh, I know Matt is very excited for The Last of Us Part 2. I, I still very much am, and there's nothing that has come out that has made me think like, hey, Last of Us 2 might not be great. So, I'm still very much uh, excited for it. 
Uh, what are you both expecting to see? I, I think Ben's talking about specifically this event. Uh, what are you both expecting to see? Because remember, we haven't seen the game since June last year. I think was the last time we saw it. Because we saw that gameplay demo, and that was at Sony's E3 last year. I don't think we've seen the game since then, so it's been a long time. Uh, what are you both expecting to see, and what is Robert's excitement level? So I've talked about the game a bunch, obviously, and why I'm excited. Um, but what are your thoughts on Last of Us Part 2? Where's your excitement level? Uh, I don't really have an excitement level, just because I never got around to playing the first game through. I mean, it's in my backlog. It's something that I need to do at some point. Uh, but I've got way too many games that I'm you know, already behind on. And then I've got other games that are going to be coming out soon. Uh, we get uh, Outer Worlds at the end of next month, which we're already halfway through September. So when's that? Yeah, you know, uh, is that the twenty fifth? October twenty fourth. That's not the twenty fifth. Twenty fourth, twenty fifth of October, something like that. There's like four games coming out on that day. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a uh, well, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Um, there is, I think, Medieval and Outer Worlds, and there's one other game as well. I think that's out on the twenty fifth. So yeah, again, an- another kind of um. What was it? Because we had earlier earlier this year, either the January or the February 15th or something, had like Crackdown and Anthem and all that crazy stuff. And then August 30th, we had like four games, and that was happening again in October. So, um, but yeah, you kind of in, in the middle point on this, I guess, maybe? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I hope, like with all games, I hope they do well. I hope it serves the fan base well. I hope the fan base is happy with it. Mm-hmm. I hope that it's technically working. I mean, working on a technical level, yep. when it starts, there's no big bugs or it crashes or anything like that. Uh, but past that, I mean, it'll be backburnered for me for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of my excitement level, uh, granted, we haven't had anything for like a year and a half on the game, but there's been nothing that's come out that's said, that suggested to me that this game won't be good. So uh, I'm still very much excited for it. Um, we'll see what they show on the 24th. Um, I did tweet at, at a couple of different people because lots of different people posted the information. And uh, I said, is this like one of those closed doors press events where we see the gameplay in like three months? And um, Andrew Reiner, one of the people who is still at Game, Game Informer, uh, I think he said to me, yes, it is. Like Someone replied to me, I'm pretty sure it was Andrew Reiner himself. Um, and he said, yes, it is. So I hope it's not because apparently this, this, uh, there was already something shown... At a GameStop's manager manager event or something for some reasons I I don't know what's going on I I really I still really don't understand the whole like hey we're gonna show this to press and then in three months you'll see it like like when the the first trailer came out for Deadpool and when footage came out for Wonder Woman 1984 and stuff like that just just show it to the public there's nothing that you're gonna really I I, I don't know I I don't really understand that so what what do you think of those kind of closed door events. Uh, well, the the GameStop one is kind of irrelevant since GameStop has, you know, been circling the drain for quite a while now. They're getting rid of 100 stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even see that business being open in the next three years the way they're going unless they completely, completely turn things around. And as much as everything is going digital now, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if it's... I can understand trying to get people hyped up for the game. You just you just seem to be like really limiting it. So. Yeah, yeah, because it's not available to the public. So, and then like I mean, you'll get people online who you know YouTubers or whatever say hi. I, I was at the event. I saw this and that. I don't want someone to describe it to me. I want to see what it looks like. So, uh, we'll see what happens on the twenty fourth and whether or not we have to wait a couple of months or whatever. So, 
uh, we shall see. But yes, still very much excited for The Last of Us Part 2. That was the emails. That's the news I've got for this week. Um, I do have one surprise at the end of the podcast. I'll save that till the end. Um, but what we're going to do, I said to Robert about these 50 questions thing that we keep doing. I said to Robert about if we did two of them a week and then just slowly work our way through them. There's no need to rush through the questions and make the podcast two and a half hours long or whatever. Uh, so we're just going to do two a week and it'll be a thing we can kind of look forward to or whatever. Uh, so question 31 is, uh, remember there's 50 questions so we have 20 or 19 left. Uh, what is your favourite song from a game? Mine is the Warp music, Warp Room uh, music from Crash Bandicoot 3. I really, really like that music. I also like the... Um, there's a lot of different music from Breath of, the, Breath of the Wild that I like. I do like the main uh, soundtrack to that. Um, but yeah, what about you? What's the song from a game that you really like? Uh, well, one of my... Uh, we talked about this on last week's podcast. One of my favorite uh, space games is called uh, Homeworld. Oh, yeah. And the first game of that has an album that came with it. I'm looking to see if I actually have this on my phone. Because I, I downloaded the album, and I just don't know if it's actually sung. Yeah, it's uh, Homeworld. Um, you can actually look up the song. It's called Adiago for Strings, and it's about a six-and-a-half-minute, just, like, hauntingly beautiful orchestral song. And the whole soundtrack is really, really good because it's designed to be in space. So, you know, you're talking um, vast expanses, uh, you know, sweeping orchestras, and it's just super, super impressive. Cool. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd go with the um, Warp Room music from Crash Bandicoot 3. I quite like that. So, uh, 32 is, um, have you ever wanted to live in a world from a game? If so, which one and why? Um, well, certainly not the world of The Last of Us, because I'd probably get killed uh, either by a clicker or a person or something. Um I mean, what about, like, a fun animated world? Something like Super Mario or Crash Bandicoot. Would that actually be fun to live in? Because there's nothing really... I mean, you've got piranha plants that might eat you or whatever, but... Um, I don't know. Is there a world that might be fun to live in? Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to live in, like, Doom or <laughs> uh, Last of Us or Resident Evil or something like that. So, uh, what do you think? Mm, I don't know. I mean, definitely... Uh... Something along the space line to where I could just have a spaceship and just kind of fly around. Uh, wouldn't nece- that wouldn't necessarily require me to have, uh, a, you know, like a, ba- a space battle or anything like that. But something where I could just get like a little spaceship and just kind of cruise around in, in space and just go from there. Hmm. Yeah. What about uh, No Man's Sky? Uh, possibly. Yeah. I mean, I never really played No Man's Sky, so I couldn't give you uh, for sure on that. So. Right. Um, can you think of any particular space games that might suit that? Mm. Not Mass Effect, obviously. Cause you yeah, that might, Mass off. Effect, obviously. Yeah. Um, there's one, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, I want to say Freelancer, but I don't know that that's right. It's basically a space trading game, and occasionally things went tits up, but, you know, not mm-hmm. incredibly bad, so... Uh, I'm going to cheat and say FIFA 20, and then you can put me in the Man United team. It's still a video game, so yeah. <laughs> Either that. Well, at least like... you get to be uh, like somebody that's really popular and really good at Man United, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, if I got to play next to like Martial and Daniel James, 
and then uh, say to Solskjaer, look, I can't play with Jesse Lingard because I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> that can happen. Um, and I, I won't need 400,000 a week. You can just pay me 50 or 100,000 a week. D- it depends. Because so, some, football, <laughs> some footballers are so greedy. Um, but uh, yeah, you don't need to pay me half a million a week. Um, you can pay me less than that. I'll pay in the nu- play in the number 10 slot. Uh, you can put whoever on the right, put James on the left, and put <coughs> Martial up front next to me. So, yeah, that might work. Uh, in terms of games that aren't based on things in real life, I guess I'd say Crash Bandicoot, but what would I do in there? I don't know. <coughs> I guess, like, if I'm in the warp room waiting for Crash to come in and out, I don't know. Something I'm just thinking of a fun world, and that might be kind of fun. So, Because uh, he doesn't get attacked in the warp room. Like, that's not where people go after him and stuff, so that might be fun. Who knows? Uh, cool, what do you guys think? Um, do you have... <coughs> excuse me. What do you guys think? Uh, these two questions, what are your answers? And what else do you think of, uh, well, everything that we've discussed here and anything related to Entertainment Talk? Of course, again, if you are interested in doing the whole contributors thing, uh, if you want to write a podcast for Entertainment Talk, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalk UK. There's the contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, and, oh yeah, the last thing is uh, you you mentioned the Sega Dreamcast uh, anniversary. It's also the anniversary this week of Crash Bandicoot 1, uh, which was released on the 9th of September in uh, 1996. So I would have been about two years old, so or about two and a half, roughly. So, yeah, uh, nicely tied into Crash Bandicoot as well. So um, we'll see what the future holds with the Bandicoot himself. Um yeah, so that's what we've got for you for this episode of Game Random Gaming Talk. Thank you very much for listening. As we said, we're going to record a uh, Flash podcast after this for a Season 6 preview. Of course, if you haven't seen the previous seasons of The Flash, we're going to spoil stuff because we're talking about the next season. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the mad world of streaming, uh, specifically TV-related, where things do work for streaming stuff uh, with Apple TV and everything like that. But thank you very much for listening. You can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. We also have an Amazon affiliate link. We're also on iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to those. Also, I noticed the um, new categories on iTunes have gone live. I am in the process of changing those for all of our different iTunes feeds. Some very weird choices that Apple have made, but I'll... uh, make my best uh, choices with those we'll see how that goes uh but yes please rate review subscribe to us on itunes of course if you subscribe and then tap the star rating that will help us out as well word of mouth please tell your friends family people that you know about the website and the itunes feeds um share them on facebook retweet them on twitter uh put them in different facebook groups if you're allowed to video games if you're not just play different video games me and david stream on twitch robert streams on mixer uh, look out for Let's Play Sundays. Uh, sorry for the technical issues this week, but you can blame Skype for that. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>